Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your returning champion, IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, coming at you with another topic. And today, I'll be telling you why I quit smoking weed. Keyword, smoking. All right, but before we get into that, don't forget to share and screenshot this podcast to your IG story to show support. It would do so much for me. Let me know that you're getting value. Let me know that you're you know appreciating these podcast episodes. Share it out to a friend. Invite a friend if you're watching this live. You know what time it is. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the sub. All right? Hit the sub if you're watching this on YouTube. All right, let's get into this one. No long talking. I'm going to tell you the main reason why you should stop smoking weed. Or at least why I you know stopped, right? Smoking weed. Again, keyword emphasis on smoking. All right? But before I continue, I want to let you know, my main goal here is not to sound like a narc. All right? Like... I've smoked weed for over 10 years and I quit smoking it again for the third time. I'm letting you guys and girls know the key word is smoking. All right. In June 2020, that's when I quit smoking weed. All right. And my reason for quitting was simple. Smoke is bad. Any kind of smoke, whether you're barbecuing some shit and, you know, you're burning your food a little bit and it's a little bit charred, you're over searing it. That like black part of your food that you're going to be consuming is carcinogenic. And carcinogenic just means that it's got like these toxins that you can consume from when it's when anything's being burned. Any matter at that at that at that matter, I guess, you know, plants, meats, uh, vegetables, anything, anything that you burn. If you burn food and you consume it, this is sort of like the equivalent, although it's sort of different because it goes through your stomach as opposed to your lungs, which is still toxic, but not 100 percent the same thing. But still, it's carcinogenic. OK, and carcinogens come from things that, you know, typically are burned. A carcinogen is just, I like to call it like a cancerous toxin, right? Carcinogens can give you cancer. So I don't ever want to fucking eat carcinogens. I don't want to put them in my lungs and you shouldn't either. All right. So smoke, any kind of smoke, anything that emits carbon monoxide is carcinogenic and carcinogens are the way I like to think about it. Carcinogens are just toxins that could give you cancer that have potential to give you cancer so why the fuck would anyone want to consume that shit and yes i know you're thinking fuck like oh weed cures cancer so you know you can't get fucking wrong if you're smoking it you're likely rolling it and if you're rolling it those papers that you're using that are bleached like with ammonia and other fucking chemicals you're you're ingesting that shit too and the butane you get from the lighter you're inhaling that shit too right and all these things are carcinogenic and weed yes if you use a certain part of a, can, a cannabinoid and you you know extract it and synthesize it and do all this fucking magic in the lab you could potentially find something that is cancer curing or at least slows down cancer according to studies but you fucking being a pothead is not the same as a lab synthesizing a, a cannabinoid all right so let's get that straight all right so smoke is bad any kind of smoke when anything is being burned it releases several harm like harmful chemicals harsh chemicals however you want to put it all right and these chemicals contain carcinogens 
The most infamous of these chemicals are carbon monoxide and butane. All right? Yes, butane. It comes from the lighter. When you light the lighter, that gas, butane. Unless you're fucking lighting your shit with propane, which you probably need help if you're doing that shit. You're fucking mentally ill. I'm just joking, but sort of not. All right? So, it also depends on what you're using to roll your greens. If you use a bong and you're, use, like you're using hemp wick or whatever, still, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're eliminating the butane. You know what I mean? You're, you're being a little bit safer, but still, you're, you're inhaling burnt plant matter, which contains carcinogens like carbon monoxide, okay, and butane. Whatever you use to roll your greens in, if you're inhaling it, you know, several other chemicals that were used to manufacture that product, backwoods, zigzags, raws, or whatever you used to roll with, or even some of the products that are used, like solvents, like salt, all right? You know, there's salts that people use to, you know, grow their cannabis depending on how they grow it. If they d decide to do soil grown or indoor and all that stuff and all the solvents and all that crap that they could potentially put into it, even though it's quote unquote organic, all right? Those things are carcinogenic. You don't want to be consuming them. They're potentially cancer causing or they're just bad for you. All right. They damage the inner lining of your lung. They damage the aeola in your lung. And that, that, that shit can, that takes forever to repair it. If it could repair at all, think of it like, you know, like neurons in your brain. You don't want to be messing up your fucking lungs. All right. So inhaling anything that's burnt is putting toxic carcinogens into your system. Let's get that straight. All right. And weed might not cause cancer, but carcinogens can. Also, it smells like crap. Let's keep it a stack here. Like, if you know that one person that always blazes and shit. They always go to the gym or wherever they're going. You could smell it on them. You know, they put their cologne on, this overdose of cologne, but it just smells like shit. And I used to be that guy, so I'm telling you, I'm not dissing this person because, as I said, I used to fucking smoke, like, pre-workout. Like, legit smoke. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All right? So, as I said, I'm not here to demonize the plant. I've smoked it for 10 years. As a matter of fact... You actually might get a little bit confused listening to this message because I actually still do consume cannabis products. But if you were listening to the earlier portion of this episode, I was saying I do not smoke cannabis anymore. I don't fucking burn it and ingest it through my lungs. I don't do that shit anymore. All right? That's, that's one thing I don't do. Okay? Like, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not demonizing the plant. I'm not judging you if you use cannabis. I'm not judging you if, if you get high. No, because I, I understand the benefits and I understand the downsides. I understand why somebody would and or wouldn't use it. And I'm not a fucking narc, so I'm telling you, just like it is, right? And if you got something negative to say about it, that's on you. Like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care, all right? I consume cannabis, just not in the traditional form of burning it. I use it via, like, via herbal vaporizers, the ones that don't combust the plant, you know, with ceramic chambers. I use it via, you know, oils and elixirs, concentrates, you know, sprays and edibles even, right? Think of things like that. Things where you don't actually have to burn something and put it into your lungs. Like there's so many, there's way better methods of using cannabis. And for those of you that are like, oh, you sound like a narc or this, that, and the other thing. I've been fucking smoking weed probably longer than you fuckers on TikTok. I've been alive. Like, think about it. And I'm not here to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. I'm just saying there's a better fucking way to do it. Okay. This allows me, so using, you know, THC and other methods uh, opposed from burning it through a bong, Again, I used to hit bongs like fucking religiously. Used to hit rips like seven times, ten times a day, right? Switching from that to like using herbal vaporizers allowed me to put in more oxygen into my blood, enhance my my breathing technique, right? So when I go to the gym, I can like suck in more air. I feel like I can I hold a lot more capacity in my my chest. All right, so these things are valuable. 
if especially if you care about training if you care about actually like improving your performance in the gym right these are things that are that are worth noting okay like again consuming thc without burning it and cbd it, it eliminates the 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 i guess the need to inhale the tar- the harsh toxins the carcinogens you know carbon monoxide butane things like that that come with burning the plant matter and the manufactured paper that you use to roll it or if you use uh the bong right yes it filters through the water but you still get the butane oh if you use hemp a hemp wick and you think that you're you're safe on that side tough shit you're still inhaling carbon monoxide it's burnt plant matter and plants have carbon all right so just be be cautious don't don't create these loophole these loopholes for yourself there is a better way to consume cannabis all right and if you've been smoking it you've noticed that you know you can't run as long or as far if you've been smoking you know if over your life whether it's one year two years three years smoking cannabis or anything like that and you notice that it's harder to breathe in certain scenarios or at least when the humidity is high like ask yourself why like your lung capacity if you've noticed your lung capacity has gone down and you can't swim or hold your breath under the water for as long ask yourself why it's very simple smoke is bad for you okay inhaling any carcinogen is bad for you all right so now that we know that Let's talk about some of the benefits that weed will offer you. Like, why would anybody smoke weed if they haven't done it? First of all, I'm not your doctor. I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell you to smoke it if you haven't smoked it already. Okay. And I'm not going to try to make it sound attractive because if you're young and you're listening to this and you're impressionable, just don't fucking do it. All right. They're, they're just don't do it if you're young. Like there's, especially if you're young, your brain's still developing. And I, I guess now I sound like your parents or, or like a narc, but I'm saying if you're going to do it and it's not bad if you do it, but I would recommend, just like anything else, do it when you're older. Do it when you're mature enough. I'm not going to tell you to drink now. I, I like drinking alcohol, but I'm not going to tell you if you're 14, 15, 16 that it's the coolest shit in the world and that you should start now. Wait till you're fucking older. Wait till your brain develops. Wait till you have shit in order so you don't develop any like bad habits with this thing. All right? So, the positives for smoking weed. Increased appetite. Okay? I noticed that I can smoke weed, get a little bit more hungry. Yes, you can get the munchies. But you can also still just get hungry in general and eat clean shit, right? I Honestly, I used to fuck up and munch on a whole bunch of crap like pizza and all that. Like who doesn't love weed and pizza and and, and soda? That's what I used to do. Um, but, you know, in my later years, I just started, sort of started to lean over uh, to cooking and eating clean meals simply because they were, they're already in my house. I don't have to like waste time going out to drive to get the pizza or order the pizza, right? Or going out to drive to get the two liter soda, right? I can just drink my fucking water and be like actually quenched when I'm done drinking the water, right? So increased appetite, it's good for that if you are a hard gainer, all right? Increased creativity, if you if you are a creative, if you're a content creator, or if you are a musician or an artist of, of any kind, it's really, really good for creativity. Sometimes um, in my prep, I would get high, and I would write down and choreograph my posing routines. Then when I'm sober, I would actually execute it, like my posing routines, right? So it's good for creativity, you know, picking the music that I like for Certain posing routines, sometimes I'd be high when I do it. I won't lie, right? It's also good for increased relaxation. It can help you feel relaxed in times of stress. But this one's weird, all right? Because that means if you use it every time you get stressed and you want to get relaxed, that's not a good thing. You have to learn how to mitigate and manage your relaxation without THC, without weed, all right? Otherwise, it becomes an unhealthy addiction because weed can be classified as an antidepressant. So you don't want to depend on it to be relaxed, but it can also help with relaxation. If that's not confusing enough. <laughs> All right. So, and last but not least, you know, aside from many other benefits, I find that it helps a lot with mood. If I'm outside and it's a sunny day 
and I've, I'm done all my work and I'm already having a good time. When I get high, it'll actually be a little bit of a better time, you know, because the music is a little bit more vibrant. The colors are a little bit more vibrant and it just gives me a little bit more of a happier experience sometimes, not all the time, but it can do that. Okay. Those are just some of the positives, but there are also some negatives and they're a lot more common than the positives. All right. Aside from, you know, having bad trips if you're new to it. All right. So the first thing, and this is the number one thing that all potheads are associated with is severe laziness and fatigue as well as brain fog. You know what I mean? Like brain fog, you get high. And as soon as you get high, you got the memory of a fucking goldfish and you're fatigued all the time because you're so high and cozy that you just want to sleep. You're so lazy because you're so fucking comfortable. That definitely happens more often than not with weed. It's very easy to, to fall into that pattern. Another downfall would be the inability to achieve REM sleep. So in other words, you get worse quality sleep. Why? How? Well, because, and it's ironic because you're thinking, well, when I smoke weed before bed, I get tired and it's easy for me to knock out. Cool. Yes, it's true. But because of THC, when it does bind to your brain, the when the cannabinoids bind to your brain in sleep, it interrupts your ability to achieve REM, which is rapid eye movement in sleep which is pretty much the part where your body does all the healing, where your body secretes the growth, the growth hormone, repairs the muscle, does everything, you know, all that stuff. When your body does the growing, that's all in REM sleep. And if you can't achieve REM sleep, it's, it's probably the reason why you can get high, go to bed, sleep for fucking eight, nine, even 10 hours and still wake up tired because you haven't actually achieved REM sleep, REM sleep, which means the quality of your sleep will decrease. It's easier for you to fall asleep but it's a lot more difficult for you to actually feel well-rested after a night of sleep. Does that make sense? And I've noticed that personally for myself and for other people, and there's studies that, that back this up if you want to go online and look at it. All right, so another thing, another common down, all right, downside when it comes to weed, another con when it comes to weed is poor choices when under the influence. I mentioned it can increase appetite, okay? But it doesn't mean you're going to increase the appetite and eat good shit. You're likely going to make worse decisions when you're high. You know, instead of doing your homework, you're going to fucking watch Netflix. Instead of eating the meal prep, you're going to order pizza. You know what I mean? Instead of whatever it is, doing what you said you were going to do, calling your mom or calling somebody that you, a friend that you said you were going to call, you'd rather just take a nap right now and now you didn't do it at all, right? It causes you to make poor choices because you're in brain fog. You can't think long-term. You get fatigued easy and you're lazy. Let's be honest. That's why people have such a negative stigma on potheads, right? Which is why it's not okay, in my opinion, to smoke weed every day. I mean, you don't have to listen to me, but I'm just saying, all right, it could bring you horrible eating habits, horrible relationship habits, and so many other things. And if you ask me, to be honest with you guys and girls, the negatives of smoking weed far outweigh the positives by a large margin, and it's not even close. This is why I went from using it seven days a week for almost like 10 years, 10 years plus, holy shit, I was super young when I started. All right. And I'm not going to tell you how young I was because then you young guys will think it's OK. But if you know my age, then you can do the math. And that's that's on you. I already exposed myself. But I went from using it basically over seven days a week for like a fucking decade to down to like twice two or up to four times in a month, mainly on weekends and holidays. Like if I, I don't even remember sometimes that like I smoke weed or I use weed, sometimes I actually forget. Right. Like it would take me like some like for, the, for example, last or this past weekend, I used it. But for the two weeks prior, I didn't use it because I literally forgot that I like used weed. Like, oh, that thing. It's fucking okay. Why not? Right. I have nothing to do right now. I've just done all my shit. I'm playing video games. Let me do it. Right. That's how you want to be with it. If you're going to use it, you don't want to depend on it. 
You don't want to plan it into your schedule where it's something you do regularly. And if it's something that you can do, you know, and still be productive, that's awesome. I could do the same thing here. But I fucking bet your house that you would be more productive if you didn't do that. I'm not saying you can't be productive and smoke weed or, you know, consume THC, cannabis. Right? I'm not saying that that's, that it's impossible. But what I am saying is if you're capable of getting work done while you're on cannabis, you're capable of getting more work done without it. And you can't even deny that because you know it's true. <laughs> you, can, you can argue with yourself. You know it's true. You're more productive when you're not using it. All right? So the, the main times that I use it, again, as I said, mainly on weekends and holidays when I have nothing to do, all my tasks are taken care of, or whenever I want to mellow out and play online with my little brother, you know, play some Halo online uh, with my friends or my little brother after a busy week. It helps with that, you know, just to mellow out, get that little re- relaxation going. Right? Again, I do not crave it like I used to. I got my self-control back by focusing on my projects that made me feel alive and by focusing on the future that I'm, pl- I'm planning for myself. Smoking weed every day will rob you from that shit. Not even smoking it, even just using it. Eating edibles all the time will make you too comfortable. You're not going to do the work that you know you need to do in order to set your future up for success. Take it from me. All right? I've been smoking for over 10 years, and I'm 24. (laughs) Okay? All right? And as a result of me being in control of my urges and my temptations and my cravings, I watched my productivity skyrocket, and I was able to turn pro at the age of 23 naturally. I was able to start and run a, a completely successful online coaching business called the Natural Nomad Academy. Shout out to all my natural nomads watching this. Shout out, Zach. I see you. All right. He's watching the live stream here and he just recovered from surgery. So shout out to my boy. He's in the hospital, uh, hospital bed watching this episode. So I appreciate the, the devotion and shout out to you. And your voice is going to be or your name is going to be on this podcast episode for the rest of time. Zach Witt at not even swole on Instagram. Shout out my boy. All right. Loki, the challenge winner, my dude. All right. So that's it, man. That's all. You'll notice that when you get your weed addiction in control, all right, you'll feel less anxious. You'll feel less worried and you'll feel less doubtful. The depression will go down and probably even your porn addiction if you have one. And you know what I'm talking about, guys. All right. I got I got an anonymous question earlier this week about a guy talking about um, porn addiction. Right. And I'm, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, when like, people that develop these kinds of addictions are mostly on weed all the time. Like, it's just true. You know what I'm saying? So get that in check. Control your weed addiction. If you abuse weed, you likely feel pretty much always depressed, always anxious, always worried. You can't hold a thought. You can't, you know, mentally, you know, grasp your future. You can only think for the next day as opposed to the next year or 10 years. And you can't plan anything, man. Your life becomes really dull at that point. So get this in control and actually stop smoking it. All right. If you want to consume it, consume it in ways that are better for you that will preserve your health. Edibles, oils, elixirs, skin creams, rubs, all that shit. Right. It's easy. You don't want to have to. You don't have to smell like a skunk to get high. All right. That's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls uh, today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Also, if you want to join the Natural Nomad Academy and be a part of the Meathead Locker Room community, feel free to shoot me a DM and I'll see if it'd be a good fit. Do not forget to screenshot and share this podcast out to your IG story. It would do me a lot if you uh, you know, decided to support. If you decided that you know you get value from this and you want to share it to a friend, you're more than welcome to do that. I'd really encourage that. 
I would hope to see that you actually tag me on Instagram at S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-E-N-X-G-G-A, all right? On Instagram, put me on your story. Let me know that you're watching. I want to see that you guys and girls are getting value, all right? So let's embrace your inner meathead together, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural IFBB Pro Maputale signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.